You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. I, uh, I, I am Jeff Paul. I am the human potato of comedy. It's a beautiful nickname. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, I'm sitting here with a very, very funny comedian, an actor, a writer, just a general good fucking guy. Jeff Elliott's in the house. How are you, Jeffrey? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming down. What do you think of the Never Sleeps Network, huh? Uh, it's pretty cool, man. I like that there's a bed within arm's reach that if you and I decide to get uh, frisky. Well, we usually, I try to fuck most of my guests. That's why uh, That's why you do a podcast. You, uh, you get them in, you say, I'll, I'll give you some exposure, and then you expose yourself. There is no try. Just do, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got a nice view. The gardener. We, we're going to watch it fall down from here one day. Yeah. Could you see the chairs flying from up here? The, oh, oh, the uh, the chair girl? Did you yeah. say? Yeah. No. Just, where was she? I thought she was right. Oh, she was the other I side. I think she was like right there. She was down by the ACC. Uh, uh, do you yeah. still call no. it the ACC? I do. I still call it Maple Leaf Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Going down to the gardens. I know how to get us real good seats. That's a pedophile joke, everyone. A pedophile <laughs> joke. Um, anyway, uh, let's get let's dig into this, Jeff. We, cool, uh, man. we got we got an hour to talk about you. We're gonna we're gonna Ugh. dissect you. We're gonna figure you out. Mm. You are uh, you're the one of like the first people I met in comedy, way that, back. That in makes the day. sense. I remember it. Uh, the McVeigh. I now live days. like on the same block as that bar. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's full, the, we come full circle, my friend. We have. I I used to live on that same block of that bar. Yeah. Uh, but you just, uh, you're now living with your uh, your love. I am. That's, uh, is this the first time living with a woman? Uh, no, it's uh, my third, second time moving in with a woman's third time living with a woman. How, how long did the one time moving in? I've yet to make it to a lease. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's been preemptive leaf, lease breaking on both accounts. So. But everything's good on this front? Yes. Everyone's so far, happy? Everything. You guys yeah, seem we're happy? Halfway through you guys the lease. Go, you guys go uh, cross-country skiing and outdoor sports together. Yeah, big into the outdoor sports. I decided of, to stop hating winter. A lot of snowshoeing. Haven't snowshoed yet. I oh, bought yeah, snowshoes. The new snowshoes are like crazy snowshoes. Like when I think of snowshoes, I think of like the the, the like mesh it looks like a tennis racket, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and now they're like they got weird bars everywhere, and it's uh. It's crazy. Yeah, these ones are pla- like all plastic, and there's just a metal ring, and then it's like a big plastic, like almost like a tarp nice. under your foot. Um, do they uh, they go over your footwear, I take it? Yeah, they just strap right onto whatever boots you're wearing. Or Yeah, it would be weird if they were the boot as well. You're yeah. Like, oh, now I just have to wear these. You're just locked in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I gotta, there's no apres <laughs> pints. I got to drive home like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell am I touching the pedals? Um, yeah, I, uh, I want Kira to get into, uh, well, I, I don't know, I suggest we do stuff, but she's like, I don't do winter things. Like, there's a new, um, there, you can see the lights, see under the gardener, those purple trees all lit up? There's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, like a figure eight Oh, that's rig. the, it's called the Beltway or something? The, the Bentway. Bentway. The Bentway. Bentway. Yeah. And, uh, we walk our dog over there, and I was like, hey, let's go get some skates. Like, I've got a pair of skates, and she's like, I don't, I don't do outdoor things in the winter. I'm like, all right uh, then. Get her into it, man. It changed so, my life. Yeah, yeah, and you weren't into it. I was not. I would go. She brought this into the because she's a she's an Ottawa girl, so you gotta you gotta like being outside in the cold. Well, yeah, either that or you just stare at each other across <laughs> the table for five months straight. <laughs> and with uh, living in a with a woman, as you haven't uh, had a good success rate with, it's good to get outside in the winter. Exactly right. It's like yeah, if you're just in like a, a condo with somebody that long. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, you need to be like, hey, let's go where there's things. Yeah. I can I can yell shit out and you know in the woods. Yeah, there's a finite amount of good moods in a 500 square foot condo. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fun. She and she moved down from Ottawa, so she must really like you. I think she, I think she's in. I think she's in for sure. And she, she's committed. And she's younger than you too. Uh, yes, much younger than me. <laughs> Wow. wow, not illegal or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she had her 18th birthday like last year. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, what is the age gap there? Uh, it is 13 years. 13 years. Yeah. That's not so bad. No, because I am an old man. Not, I'm an old man. So yeah, it's, uh, and it's not like uh, you're 33. No. Um, no. And she's 20. Like, you're both mature adults. Yeah. So it's... Uh, wow. I, hey... 
I think Jeff's a very mature man. <laughs> yeah, maybe not to my age, but I'm, I'm probably perfectly mature for her age. <laughs> so that's why it works. Yeah. Good for you. Well, yeah. That's what you get when you get a comic. Perspective yeah. is everything. Exactly, right? I remember when uh, we first met, um, I was very starstruck because you, uh, you were in the United Way ad. Oh, yeah. When you Remember the uh, United Way ad where the homeless guy peels his face off in the alley and then he becomes a janitor? No. This was... This was a big campaign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's really dark and stormy. Yeah. Like, the yeah, commercial yeah, was very yeah. dark, and then they made, like, a poster campaign that was in, like, uh, urinals everywhere, and subways, and ur- it was above a lot of urinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a, got a good look into those, uh, those baby blues while yeah. taking a piss. Yeah, it was also Holding my a dick lot and of, looking uh, into Jeff Elliott's eyes. I'm it like, was oh inside God, I just, stalls, too. I just saw this guy do comedy at McVeigh's. <laughs> <laughs> We're, like, the same, man. Yeah. I got a, you just watched me pee text messages a lot. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, you used to have a joke about that, because uh, it was also in girls' bathrooms. Yeah, too. it was in the stalls in women's bathrooms. That's that's fun, eh? Yeah. Um, well, have you been in a woman's stall recently? Uh, They're not as oh, lovely as people would th- say yeah, the no. women's bathroom. I think I ducked in because there was like a long line. People said there's like this myth of like the the women's bathroom, that how it's a nice place, but it's a disgusting Mm-hmm. Mess, just like the rest of us, especially their personal bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, because they're all they're all hovering to do everything, so it's yeah, just it just goes everywhere. A lot of missed, yeah. a lot of missed shots, eh? Yeah, you you miss one hundred percent of the pisses. You, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, speaking of outdoor sports, it's lit up right down there, Jeffrey. It's the uh, the the Crocono. Um, uh, what is it, Crocono? It's yeah, the, like it's like a curling curling Crocono. Crocono. Yeah, it's I, like you right down it. by the beer garden in um, what the hell is that place? Some called? might Stacked. call it a bond spiel. Stacked, but yeah, that's the lights of it right there. It's a nice. Uh, it's very dead there. They they wanted to make this like winter wonderland, and it. Uh, oh, it's it's brutal. I don't know how long it's gonna last before a condo goes there. Oh no, it, it'll. I don't know. Who knows? This city's fucked. Yeah, it's city sanction. That's why all right. Let's it. get on topic. We're talking about Jeff <laughs> Elliott here. All right. Like Fuck, I shouldn't have smoked weed before this. I, I took my dog for a big walk out there by the uh, ice rink, and I smoked a big joint. Now I'm uh, we're just high. We're getting Jeff-oriented. He hasn't been here before. I know. He's scared of the shark. Everyone's scared of the shark. I'm, I'm not so much scared of it as I am curious. Why it's wearing a unicorn head? Yeah, why does it? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a hammerhead shark that was also a brony. We're really painting a picture for the listening audience, eh? Yeah. Jeff peeling his face off in an alley. Yeah. Is that how you got into comedy, though? You were you started as an actor, did you not? Well, uh, it was kind of a yeah, it was kind of a weird mixed bag. Like I knew I wanted to get into uh, like comedy writing more so than being a stand up. I was kind of petrified of getting on stage. How old were you when you got on stage? Uh, I did I did Second City stuff, like some improv sketch stuff before, and that was around twenty eight. Okay. My first time ever on stage doing improv was twenty eight, I think, and then I did stand up for the first time when I was thirty. Yeah, 30. Oh, yeah. I yeah. started late, too. It's an, I like starting late. Yeah. You have something to talk about. Yeah, totally. You almost made it through a lease with a girl at one point, I'm sure, before that first stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, actually, no, I didn't start making those mistakes until I started doing stand-up. I was like, well, if I can do this, I can definitely live with a woman. <laughs> if I can find somebody who can fucking pay most of the bills, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Third time's a charm, I think. Oh, and you uh, you used to... What was your video store called in Toronto? Uh, it was called Black Dog Video. Black Dog Video. And where was that? Uh, it was on Queen. We had two... Uh, we had to move locations halfway through our run, uh, but we were at basically the Queen and Ossington, in okay. the, near the Ossington Strip. Nice. We were the first ones in. Neighborhood changer video store, you know? Yeah, yeah. And now it's uh, it's very odd down there now. I don't know what to make of that neighborhood yet anymore. It's not, it's not Queen West anymore. Yeah, it's very strange. Like... Uh, our first location is now a Fred Perry store, so if you want to go pay $150 for a golf shirt, there's, <laughs> there's that. That's, and then, uh, yeah, Ossington itself is bonkers now. Like There's like limos and... Yeah. Yeah, it's like... The Drake. A, high class, eh? Yeah. High class kind of the Drake. Yeah. And on the weekends, it's the worst. What? Uh, how, how long did you have the video store? Uh, 10 years. 10 years. You, it was yeah. just you or you have a partner? Uh, I had a partner. Yeah, buddies like are just. Yeah, we were buddies before and still buddies, which That's is good. pretty rare for a for a defunct business. For yeah. <laughs> like buddy, this shit's failing. Yeah, man, yeah. what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> See ya. But how uh, how um like how quick was the 
conversion from renting videos to streaming? Like, how, oh like how quick did it happen for you? It was overnight. Yeah? When uh, I would say when Netflix came full stream in Canada, probably within two months, we were down 25% profit, Jeez. which was basically our entire profit margin. Like 25% revenue, which was our entire profit margin. Yeah. We ran a charity for about two years after that where we were just basically paying six people that would never be employed anywhere else. Uh and ourselves a little bit of money, but yeah, it was just overnight, basically. Fuck, man. Yeah. I, I used to love going to uh, the video store, but I, I, like, I grew up in, uh, there. we had like a one video store that was like a little mom and pop thing, um, but it was further away, and I had a Blockbuster I could go up to Niagara Falls, and I used to uh, used to like going to Blockbuster, but I preferred like the mom and pop sort of, like you get, a, you get a better feel, you know? Yeah, you get some weird stuff. We, we prided ourselves too on bringing in stuff that... You couldn't find in a blockbuster sort of thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. They didn't have that section. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Jumbo Video. We used to we used to go to one of those in St. Catharines, and it had like uh, saloon doors to get into the adult section. Yeah. And it was like signs like 18 plus or whatever, but like the saloon doors. I'm just like, I just want to go through the doors. Exactly, like, right? I'm not even worried about the yeah. porn back there. Yeah. And then you go back and you're like, I never want to go through those doors again. <laughs> I can't wait for them to swing back the other way. I had a friend uh, who took a job at a sex shop, and uh, they sold a lot of videos in there. And we'd just go visit her at work, and me and my buddies would like fucking have like sword fights with dildos and stuff. It was um, childish, I'd say. Yeah, but it sounds like <laughs> super fun too. Uh huh. Yeah. But the, the freaks fly fast. Like we we didn't have that section for a long time, and then we dabbled in it. And oh my goodness! And people wow. came coming. Oh my god! Yeah, it did not take long for word to spread. Oh, uh, that's well, how was it? Like a separate room or anything or yeah we went with the uh the old uh speaking of uh jokes what you talk about your dad having the beaded door yeah, we, had yeah, a, yeah. we had the beaded curtain <laughs> <laughs> that you could totally see through uh, yeah 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 that's what we had but i didn't it didn't scare them off they came and then our female employees were like uh there's a lot of creepy weirdos coming in here <laughs> pornography and we were like yeah fair point we'll get rid of it oh so you had to cut it cut it off yeah we it had was a... this before the streaming started this was before the streaming. So you're started, like, yeah, yeah we, we don't need that. And then yeah. uh, the streaming started, you're like, fuck, we should get the porn back, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just make the whole store porn. We brought ice cream in. We went the other way. <laughs> we opened an ice cream shop in our store. So. Did the ice cream sell? The ice cream was great in the summertime, but it, yeah. Yeah, it's not a big winter. No. Down, now down in Ossington, there's people fucking line up, like, down the block for some ice cream shop. Oh, it's those ice cream sandwiches. They're insane. They're an ice cream sandwich? Shit, maybe I'll go... They bake I'll the cookies look. on site, and it's uh, all homemade ice cream. Yeah, bang, bang? I believe it's bang, bang, yeah. Maybe I'm going to go. I'm, I'm a big ice cream sandwich Get fan. the Cinnamon Toast Crunch ice cream on the Ginger Snap cookie. How oh, long did you wait in line for that? Delightful. I don't do lines. I only go if there's no line. Okay. But yeah, every time I'd go by, there's a fucking line. And I'm like, I like to eat my ice cream in dead of winter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get there at 10 a.m. Yeah. Eh? It's breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I see your brunch menu, please? I've been eating a lot of ice cream because uh, um, my freezer is overrun with Boyd Banks ice cream. Oh, yeah. He just, uh, he, he's been making vegan ice cream, as he calls it, and uh, <laughs> just giving it to me and Kira because he's like, I'm just trying to learn how to make it. And so he's like making batches of vegan ice cream and then giving them to Kira and I. Is it any good? It's very fucking good. Really? Because um, I got a little lactose problem. I should maybe talk to Boyd. Buddy, come over. Have some ice cream. <laughs> yeah, we got like three different kinds right now. One tastes like it's a peanut butter and jam sandwich. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and it's all vegan, baby. Nice. Boyd's trying to get uh, a sausage party going at his house. He keeps showing me, like, sending me pictures of all these uh, like sausages. And he's like, buddy, got to have a sausage party soon. <laughs> and the one the label said camel. I was like, I'll eat a camel sausage. Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried camel before. I tried one sausage that was like a weird exotic. I, I figured like any meat's pretty easy to eat out of a sausage. But there was like this one meat. I forget what it was. I kangaroo? Could, no, I, I didn't mind kangaroo. Um, but it could have been camel actually. But I remember just like I couldn't do it. What, the texture or the <clears throat> taste? It was both. It was like a combination. Mm. But it's like it's one of those foods that I, I need to remind myself that I don't like it. Like yeah. every two to three years, I buy a meatball sub from Subway, and then I'm like, oh yeah, these fucking suck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you forget, because time goes by, you're like, ah, I, I could do a meatball sub. 
And then you end up in Subway. But now they have... You know what? I'm not doing fucking advertisement for Subway. Are they a sponsor yet? Oh, yeah, right. They're on the phone <laughs> right now. They hear you. <laughs> they asked if you were interested in being the new Jared. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. It's actually not Subway, but Jared asked. <laughs> yeah. 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 Subway, Subway won't pick up, but Jared keeps calling back. <laughs> oh, that's that's... I like to see when things like that happen. I don't like to know that there's people watching child porn in the world, but I like when like figures like that go down. It's a it's a satisfying thing for me. Yeah. I just wonder what's going to take me down at the Icebreakers Comedy Fest. Did I sexually harass you in any way at the Icebreakers Fest? Uh, not enough. That's what he'll go down for. Yeah. No, no, no. I uh. I keep it all professional. Keep it was it all very professional. Yeah, we had a good time. That green yeah. room. Just an absolute delight. The whole thing from start to finish. Joe Pilateri, absolute mm. gem of a human being. Mm-hmm. Crushed it in front of his hometown crowd. Yeah, yeah, it was a packed house. Lori Elliott. Lori Elliott the be- killed the it. Of the was, Lori Elliott was our last week's uh, guest. We're, we're going back-to-back Elliots. Yeah. Back-to-back Elliots. Once you let us in, then we just start spreading. <laughs> we're like the coronavirus. It's like... <laughs> This is uh, this is just like we had the uh, Kenny Robinson and Chris Robinson two weeks in a row. It's, Whoa! Uh, you know it's uh, it's crazy. Um, are you worried about this coronavirus? Because I had a doctor's appointment yesterday just out of uh, I I had a follow up on some shit, um, and uh, I was like, how worried do I got to be? He's like, I don't think you got to be worried at all. But I'm worried. Um, there seems to be a lot of people catching this, not here, but things might spread real quick. Uh, I would say I'm not worried about it at all. Okay. Um, I don't leave the house enough. Well, there's that, and also like we're we're all middle aged, relatively healthy men. Like um, sixty one thousand people a year die of the flu, right? And you're not worried about the flu. What is it? What do we have to like? 180 people have died of the coronavirus. Like I think I've never had the flu, and I've never had a flu shot. Me neither. And there you go. Well, you're probably gonna die then. <laughs> probably gonna get the coronavirus. Yeah, the first right? time you get anything, you're just gonna. <laughs> I think it's it gonna just, evaporate into the air. I think this is a good reminder for people in big cities to kind of keep their shit clean. Yeah. And like, if you're hacking up a lung, don't leave the house like until you're better. Like, yeah. I you, you can tell people around like just with the mention of that coronavirus. People take a lot are like, more sick days. I think yeah. I'm gonna take a lot more sick days. You now. gotta be more self-aware. Well, I think it's for me too. The reason why I'm less worried is that. They seem to be, be like have learned their lessons from when SARS. SARS came around. It's like they locked down Wuhan quick, and they're not letting anybody out. And the people that they are letting out are like flying Screen, masks and then, on and going straight to the quarantine. Like, yeah, it's, we got uh, a, uh, there's a quarantine set up at uh, one of the army bases, and it's two weeks. Yeah, hang out two weeks. What are you gonna do? They got Wi-Fi there. I don't know. I couldn't handle two weeks in quarantine. They have like a huge Rolling walk. Stones concert there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the glass, though. Yeah. <laughs> They're just in hazmat suits. Um, all right. Well, I'm not worried then. I'm not worried. We all thought we were getting a big concert, though, right? As soon as we heard, like... Yeah, the death toll is not high enough for a big concert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. But the, China's going to get a big one. Oh, yeah. for sure. It can be broadcast all over for the world. For sure, yeah. They're going to bring back Freddie Mercury for it. Hologram. Hologram, Freddie Mercury. That'd be a good show. That's all you can do. You don't want to send like real people in there. There's viruses and yeah. shit. I'm looking forward to the Tupac, Freddie Mercury duet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Now that we're uh, we're clear, we're not gonna we're not gonna die of anything. I just I don't know, man. We we we, we touch a lot of microphones that a lot of people are touching. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, and like you filthy, do. filthy people. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I. Let's I, talk more yeah. about that. <laughs> I I closed out um, Am Night on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and there's like 12 people that go on before you. Yeah. And I'm guessing 10 out of those 12 people took public transit there. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, and I'm just like, hey, let me put this in my mouth for a while. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All yeah. Right. How have you never had the flu before? That's insane to me. Yeah, I don't know either. I, uh, I've had food poisoning twice, and I think that's the sickest I've ever been. I get sick maybe once a year, just just catching it from somebody, but never really a flu. I, if anyone from my actual day job listens, I get sick a lot. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. feel good a lot of the time. Um, so, but yeah, no, never get, uh, never get too sick. I don't, you know, you just don't want to go cough all over your coworkers, right? Well, you got to be safe. Exactly, it's better safe. Than Safety sorry. first. Um, let's get back to your origin story, Jeffrey. All right. It started in Oshawa, Ontario. 
Uh, yeah, those are my formative years for sure. I was born in London. Oh, shit. I did not know this. Yeah. How, long, how long did you stay in London? Oh, not long. Uh, my dad was, uh, was one of those guys who would move to get a promotion. So, uh, hmm. we were in London for a, a hot minute and then uh, moved to Toronto, actually. He worked for the Ministry of Transportation. Okay. Which, uh, is, uh, right at Keel in the 401 there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we moved to Toronto so he could be close to his office. But New York Keel in 401 is basically Jane and Finch, so... That lasted about 18 months, and then they're like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> we moved to the wrong place. Yeah. I did that. Uh, I moved to Scarborough from London when I, I finished school because I got a job at CTV. And the building I lived in in London owned a place in Scarborough, so I just like sight on scene. Yeah. Pretty much took an apartment. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, okay, okay. okay I see go, what's yeah. going on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, lovely, lovely place, though. I love Scarborough. Good, oh, it's gorgeous. Good it's food. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, so you're uh, Jane and Finch. Yeah, and then uh, and then and we how got old are you when all this is happening? Oh, too young to remember. I was I was in Oshawa by the time I was three. Okay. Yeah, before my third birthday, we were living in Oshawa. And you got a a brother, older brother, younger sister. Younger sister. Yeah, you're right in the buddy. middle, eh? Yeah. Uh, what's everyone doing? Uh, my brother's like an administrator guy. He works for, uh, he's worked for def- uh, many different mis- uh, municipalities. I'm currently uh, working for the city of Coburg. Okay. Uh, my sister's a restaurateur. She's the GM of a Jack Astor's in Whitby. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. I know that Jack Astor's. Right off the 401. Yeah, I, I had, uh, I, I dated a girl that I worked with and she, uh, she only ever took me to that entertainment complex oh yeah um there was like the jack Astor. some nights we'd hit kelsey's some nights uh i think there was an outback there there's get, all of them go you get a name, you can literally onion. name any chain yeah. restaurant and it's in that park and then and then we go to a movie and that was just huh. a lovely time of my life throwing a putting edge every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i love the suburbs yeah do you uh what how quick did you get out of there though uh Got my my acceptance to university, moved out, never moved back in. All right. So 18, I was done. I was out. What'd you go to university for? Uh, just to waste money, mostly. Yeah, that's that's I what think. it's for. Yeah, my original, I was in like life sciences, like pre-med. That was my plan originally, was to go to uh, dental school. Oh, shit. Yeah. But well, what I... happened? What what veered you off? Well, a few things. Uh, turns out I got real shaky hands. Those beautiful it's, hands are shaky? They're a little shaky under pressure, yeah. So that's no good for... De- nobody wants that dentist. Yeah. Nobody likes the clanging of the mirror off their teeth. Yeah, is, is that a test? Like, uh, like you have to determine that for yourself? Or do you, you have, have to... to so does the, somebody go, hey, can you just keep your hands still? And like, you're like, nope. And they're like, okay, well, you're not in then. No, the, te- the test for dental schools, they, uh, part of the test, they mail you a bar of soap and you have to carve it into something. And something very fine. So if it's not perfect you don't get it really yeah i remember my dentist had to i chipped a tooth and he had to like shape a cap for it Mm -hmm. and he stuck it on and it's been on there for over 20 years the same cap and i'm like this it's falling out very soon i know this and i always wonder what what food will i be fucking throwing down my gullet when i eat half my tooth Camel sausage, I'm guessing. But yeah, 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 it's gonna be chicken wings yeah. for sure. But if that had been me, the cap would have been in your nostril. So. <laughs> Shaky hands. Yeah. Well, it still can be. Just give me a yeah. nice uppercut, eh? Yeah. Mick Foley style. Send it right through there. But luckily, it never got that far because I ran into a little thing called biochemistry, which I did not get along with. So. Uh, okay. Okay. So those dreams were dashed, and then so I just finished with like a biology. A biology degree. A useless, useless biology. Oh, I don't know. Can you make math? Degree pending. Um, uh, I could probably make math. I did really well in chemistry. I never really followed through with. How like, big did you say your condo was? Uh, with the <laughs> with the balcony, it's about eight hundred square feet. You could do a nice cook in there. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Make a little cash. We could put like we could drape the balcony and just cook in the on the balcony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, like in Breaking Bad when they had the uh, the the tents. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. Let's put this degree to use. There we go. Make some drugs. I could use the dough. I um I had a guy teach me how to make oil out of he had a he called me up. Well, he called my house and he asked for my older brother. And I was like, he's not here. And he's like, "Well, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Nothing." He's like, "Get over here. I, I got to show you something." So then he wanted to show me how to make oil and he had 
garbage bags full of uh, like leaf and everything. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not bud. And then we had to boil it all down with like chemicals and like it was a timely process. And then I didn't know at the time because how, how the fuck do you know that uh, people blow up their kitchens all the time trying to make this shit? I had no idea. I'd never heard these stories. I never heard knew anything about making oil. And then I, uh, I'm just fucking over this weird stove with this guy. It was odd. I didn't know that was a thing you could do with oil. I knew that you could. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of chemicals that he's pouring through, and you're filtering it. Like, I'm pretty sure that a lot of that shit's flammable. But I don't know. I don't have a biology degree. Yeah, I think everybody's got one of those. I definitely had one of those buddies in high school. He'd call me up with like these weird missions. (laughs) He phoned me up one day, and he's like, "Hey, man, get over to my house right now." And I was like, "Okay." And I show up, and there's like, like probably a hundred like unbloomed poppies on his kitchen table and we sat there all day with a razor blade and just slit the poppies and squeezed the juice out i think we got like a two paper opium joint out of it by the end of the day did it do anything oh yeah yeah one of the best naps i've ever had in my entire life i can see why people get stuck in opium dens it's like literally you smoke it and you're just like you're like i don't i didn't ever wanted to leave did you uh because you, you don't even smoke weed, really. Uh, not anymore, no. Maybe at all. eat a few edibles here and there, but... Uh... Yeah, I don't smoke that much anymore. I find I have trouble... Uh... I don't know where my point, my breaking point is, and it's very low. So uh, it's like yeah. if I take two pulls off of one of your joints, I'm done. Yeah, I had uh, at uh, the last night of Icebreakers, Ali Hassan was puking in the bushes outside the hotel. And he thought he he thought he got off all clear. He's like, ah, eh, nobody saw that. And he looked up, and Jen LaBelle is just staring at him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then awesome. his excuse was my weed. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. You're, uh, you're you're smoking opium. How far did you go? Dabble into the old drugs. Well, that was the thing when I was in high school. It was uh, that was the thing to do in Oshawa. There was opium. It was, it was uh, not opium, no, but just drugs in themselves were readily. It was easier to buy oil. Mm-hmm. or uh, or hash, or uh, marijuana was pretty hard to come by, and probably pretty crappy back then, but you could get hash or oil, or uh, my the first drug I tried was LSD. I did, uh, I did a, a bunch of acid in the mid-90s, I'm guessing. Was this, yeah. uh, well, how old are you right now? 48. 48? I just turned 48 in January. Jeez, so you got, you're born in 71? Two. 72? Yeah. Okay, you got nine years on me, so I'm trying to just yeah. line up, like, what, what uh you're in high school like late 80s then yeah i grew. i was a 85 through 89 i was in high school okay so yeah yeah because so i did like, acid for the first time in 1986 probably it, well it was still around in the mid 90s i know that oh I know but everything <laughs> like I, I remember like cycles of drugs like uh like their one year would be like a big coke year and then, like, the next year, everyone's off the coke, and then there's, like, a new group of people all fucked up on heroin. Like, it was a weird, weird fucking, like, but it, I, it came in spurts, you know? Yeah. I always felt, well, Oshawa is probably different. And then I went to school in Kingston, which is also, like, another dirtbag town. So it was, like, those, the acid and the hash and the oil just never left. That mm-hmm. was, they were always in heavier rotation, I found. Acid was fun, though. Yeah. I, I hated the feeling the next day. Like, I haven't yeah. done it since I was a teenager. Um but I love doing mushrooms, and it's similar. Yeah, I find uh, acid's a bit more of a commitment. Like, you know you're locked in for eight hours of whatever is coming down the pipe. With yeah, acid, yeah, where yeah. It's like mushrooms, you can kind of like, there's going to be two hours where things get pretty wonky, and then you're going to be like... And then it's just a nice The going up and coming down are yeah, awesome. The, the coming like, down on shrooms, you're just like, hey, this is fun. Let's, yeah. let's, let's eat in four hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And even that, that two hours where you're just what, they, what the kids call peaking... Um, even that with mushrooms, unless you eat like a half quarter or something like that, like you're pretty. See, that's what I like doing. And fucking every time I do shrooms, people they're always like, "Let's do a gram now and a gram." I'm like, "No, let's do three grams now." And fuck, who cares about later? We'll be too fucking high. But I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'd rather, I'd rather get that initial fucking hit than like space out the high for whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I like just I like getting high, man. But I don't do hard drugs, so this is like I do that like twice a week twice a year so it's like my time where i can be like okay yeah and you always do it at your cottage it's nice yeah, that's yeah, a, nice and controlled you've got a great uh, a great venue for mushrooms up yeah there. yeah you've done we've done we've done the shrooms there we have indeed yeah um but uh how far like was that as much as you're doing you're doing uh you're doing shrooms you're doing uh you're or you're doing acid you're smoking hash any coke any did you have some fun oh yeah yeah, yeah, you got into the blow for a bit? Uh, I wouldn't say I got into the blow, but... Uh, 
Had some nights? I had some nights for sure. And then uh, I hung out with this guy in university actually who uh, was a part-time drug dealer and he got into the coke pretty good. And so we started actually smoking it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, which is a very slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah. I got off that train real quick. How is he? Did he keep riding the train? Yeah, he rode it for a bit. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, but he's okay now. He's good. He's I, I good. Had, yeah, he's good, man. But it uh, it grabs hold of you for sure. Oh no, I had some serious fucking buddies go down like hard when uh when we were teenagers. I remember like a uh, big section of my buddies started fucking smoking heroin, and I was just like, I remember they like broke it out one day in front of me. They're like, "You want some?" I was like, "Fuck no!" Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And they they it was a slippery slope. Yeah, man. I don't. I've I've never been around. I've never even seen heroin, so I don't I don't know what that's like, but. Uh... Yeah, smoking coke. Yeah, I never saw. Crazy. I never saw anyone shoot it. Yeah, uh, but definitely smoke it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I I always try to avoid all that stuff. But it was uh, it wasn't a a long long train ride. No, man. I just I know myself very well, and I just the first time I smoked coke, I like it's just one of those things where it's like it hits you immediately, and you're like, holy, I don't think I can ever get that high again. And then you spend the rest of the night slash all of your money trying to get that high again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, well, <laughs> you wake up, it's like, or you go to bed and it's noon the next day and you're like, I gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta rethink my well, entire life. That choice. was my whole thing with, I, I never got into that stuff just cause I knew, like I never even tried it cause I know me and I'd be like, Oh fuck, that's fun. Let's try yeah. that again. And I, uh, I would keep trying it again. Yeah. So I just told myself, don't fucking do it. You yeah. Already, you already got enough fucking problems. Yeah, now I'm like, if I go down to like, I've been to Costa Rica a few times, and if I go down there, I'll I'll, I'll dabble in the, the blow a bit, because it hasn't been cut very much, mm-hmm. and it's like a nice, this is like a nice little clean, like, you know, you've been drinking on the I'm beach on all vacation, day, baby. drinking on the beach all day, then you want to go out at night, you're feeling a little sleepy, you yeah, find some boom, weird bang. dude in the bathroom, you do a couple bumps, and it's like, <laughs> it's like a reset, it's a reset button, but it's not all cut, like you do, I don't even know why yeah, you're people not doing buy. fucking dirty lines off the... Oh, the toilet. You don't even know what's in there. <laughs> like, how many times has the cocaine been cut from Columbia till it got to the comedy bar? Yeah, like, yeah. Fourteen times. <laughs> yeah. At that point, Costa you're just Rica, tuned, This like, is like the first yeah. stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh well, I'm glad you didn't take that slippery fucking train ride. Oh, buddy, it would have been brutal. What was uh? So, your dad's working for the MTO. Yeah. What'd you say your mom did? Same. That's oh. where they met. Oh, they yeah. and they were taking uh, jobs together in different cities and. Uh well, my mom did the mom thing, so they were in. Uh, they met at the Port Hope Ministry of Transportation. Okay. And then had my brother, and then my dad got promoted and moved to London, and then they mo- got promoted again, moved to Toronto, and then uh, and then moved to Oshawa, and then my sister came along. So my mom did the mom thing until my sister was kind of old enough to. To do her own thing, slash get babysat by my brother and I, and then went back to work at the MTO. And that, okay. Then they were working together. And my mom worked at the Oshawa. still working? Uh, no, they're both retired. Yeah, because yeah. I guess if you're Chilling. 48 and you're the middle guy. Like yeah. I, got, I, got, I got young dad here. I think he's retiring this year. Nice. 65 in September. So Awesome. Yeah, young, young parents. It's good having young parents. You get to watch them grow up as you grow up. Yeah. Yeah, I saw my dad learn things. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. I was like, hey, look, he's getting better at that. <laughs> oh, fuck. What are you going to do? Um, Who's the, uh, because don't you have a mechanic in, in your family or you're a mechanical family? Uh, very mechanical family, yeah. My uh, my grandfather during like the war started a, like a wrecking business, like mm-hmm. scrapping cars and yeah. selling the scrap to the to the army. And just through that, they all, and they also had like a body shop and stuff. So they all, my, all my uncles, even my dad, like kind of learned that from a very early age growing up. And then two of my uncles took over the business and became like full on mechanics. And then like four of my cousins are mechanics. Like it's, it's very, uh, yeah. Cause you are, you're always just fixing your car yourself. I, I was bringing it up cause I, uh, I just started, I went back to school. I'm, uh, I'm taking a small engine repair class. Nice. Uh, every Monday night I go to Centennial college. It's fun. But I, uh, yeah, I've been like, uh, yesterday I like took apart a lawnmower engine and then I put it back together and I was, I don't know what anything's doing. I'm just like, Hey, that <laughs> bolt comes out, but I'm, I'm learning. I'm trying. Yeah. I got that for all the, uh, all the gear you have. In yeah. Your up at my dad's thing. And I keep, yeah. I keep just making, instead of making phone calls, letting him know his shit's busted. Like, I don't worry. I, I fixed that. Or I don't even tell him I broke it. I fix it on my own. There you go. But it was usually, hey, Dad, the ATV's busted. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> 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 
but now I'm trying to learn. I'm yeah. trying to uh, trying to educate myself. And um, at starting, to, it's really not that complicated. A lot of things. No, those small engines, especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, pistons yeah. and cylinders and everything's great. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, I. Uh, so. Anyway. I'm That's just, good on you. I'm just good letting on you know. You. Just letting you know. Hey. Getting get a little grease under my fingers, yeah. I'll let my uncles know yeah, if, yeah, they're, let, if they're ever looking for somebody. If they need a guy. Yeah. They need a shop guy to just hang yeah. out, you know, like... I don't know, fucking clean some carbs. That's a that's a thing I learned yesterday to clean a carb. Oh, they might need that. They're yeah. they're all old car guys, my uncles and my dad and stuff. They oh. only restore like they don't work on new cars. I'll crack some jokes. We'll have a good time. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm looking for work. I feel like it's like not that far from a lawnmower engine to a model T Ford engine. It's probably probably worse. not. It's yeah. probably pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually probably lawnmowers out there today that go faster than a model T Ford. For sure. I had a lawnmower that would fucking zip and uh we had um, my dad's property in uh, in Niagara. Um, it was just a field behind our house that they could never do anything with because uh, everyone had septics. So it was like septic tile. So they could just never develop anything out there. So my dad just kept cutting the lawn back every year and just like made this huge fucking lawn. And he had a John Deere lawnmower. And I remember I was uh, I was doing donuts in the backyard on this <laughs> like just full out full tilt. Full rabbit, as they say in the John Deere yeah. business, just circling. And I remember, like, just seeing the door open. And then I'm, like, coming back around. And my dad, like, comes out to see what I'm doing. And then I'm, like, in the circle. And, I come, and then you could just see him getting angrier. But it was, like, a flip book. <laughs> nice. Um, and then my punishment was that I was never allowed to cut the lawn again. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, if I had known. That trick. <laughs> just do things yeah. poorly. And then you don't, uh, you're not expected to do it again. But uh, life life was all right growing up then. Everyone was happy. Mom and dad were still together. Yeah, they still are together. Yeah, I don't know. Very rare. Place. Yeah, I guess actually they're they're an older generation. It's not as as uncommon. Yeah, I think back then it was a little more popular to just stay together for the sake. But they actually still get along. Like they 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 hang out and party together and like have a network of friends and. Yeah, they still social. My parents are very like reclusive these days. No, my parents are the opposite, man. They're like out. Yeah, they like I have to get my dad. Like I have to make excuses for them to like call these family friends, um, and get them to do something together. And it's uh, but if I didn't, they just wouldn't. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm like I'm coming to visit, and they're like, okay, well we got to do this Friday night, and then Saturday we're going here, and then Saturday night we're having dinner. And I'm like, I guess I'll just tag along with you. <laughs> Your social life's like ten times more interesting than mine. I'll just wait in the car, Dad. <laughs> yeah, and it's like all these retirees, man. They're just out there getting ripped and just like. And this up at the, out. this is up uh, at the cottage. Yeah, are they pretty much living out there now? They're there. They come back because my sister has like, uh, they come back to see the grandkids. Basically, both my brother and sister live in Oshawa, so um, they come back and they do uh, like Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Oshawa. Usually, they come back Monday okay. afternoon. They stay Monday Hang night. With the kids, Monday, do some babysitting. Night. Do some babysitting, hang out, and then they have a big dinner every Wednesday night because that's uh, my brother is of the divorced nature and oh. has his kids Wednesday night. So they do a big family dinner on Wednesday usually with those grandkids. Yeah. And then um, Thursday nice. night they're back to the cottage, man. They do, you, do you ever get hassled about where are my grandkids? Uh, I used to all the time. Uh, when it was just my brother having kids, I used to get it the flack big time. And then my sister really stepped up and supplied <laughs> a couple more. So exactly. now it's like... I don't, I don't think they want to see my grandkids at this age. Yeah. I don't think there's any good sperms they're, left. They're going to come out old? Yeah. It's just those old LSD sperms swimming around. Ah, fucking flashback. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to like full out tell my mom, be like, hey, you got to stop yeah. asking where your grandkids are because they're yeah. not fucking coming and I'm sick of having this conversation. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, are you guys, I guess you and Marcy have uh, had that convo? Yeah, it's not in the cards. She doesn't want them. It's great. I don't want them. Who needs them? Yeah. And I think uh, my mom's finally given up on that. She used to pressure me a lot about marriage too now, but now seeing my brother go through a divorce, I think she's kind of oh. <laughs> she's taking her foot off that gas pedal too. So it's kind of it's kind of smooth sailing for me at this I, point. I got uh, one brother who uh, has a uh, – well, I only talked to one of my brothers, but he's got a kid, um, and he's never been married. I got no kids. I got two marriages, so it's like – yeah, I don't know. It's. <laughs> I don't think there's any. Uh, there's they're not, no solution to any problem. Yeah, I don't, they're not pressuring him into uh, getting married. Yeah, I'd hope not. I don't know. If you're listening, Kev, don't do it. It's, yeah. 
It's a trap. It's all a trap. I'm kidding. Kira listens. It's great. <laughs> We're, everything's great. Um, but Marcy doesn't want to get married? Uh, I, I don't think... I wouldn't be surprised if we got married. Oh, that's good. Yeah. She's going to listen to this and be like, oh, that motherfucker better buy me a ring soon. <laughs> yeah. But it's we've had that talk of just about rings in general. And she's not into like a... She doesn't like protruding stones. Okay. So I think I've, I've found myself the perfect mate. I was like, <laughs> what's that going to cost me? Like 40 bucks? <laughs> There's like, there's like three pawn shops on my block. I'm like, I, I know go. those pawn shops. My, uh, my stepmom actually got her. She said, cause she came to visit me when I lived right by the McTamonies. Is that it? The McTamonies is the big one. Yeah. 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 And my stepmom like came to visit me. She's like, Oh my God, I got my first wedding ring here. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, worth it then. Worth it. Yeah. So I gotta just, I gotta figure out a way to get her into the pawn shop to make her look at some things and just kind of, but yeah, we'll see. That's a little bit down the road probably, but. Yeah. It could be in the cards, man. We don't know. That's good, man. It, it's it's good to be happy. We're going pressure free on this one. Going pressure free. You're out of the basement. Just be happy. We're out of the basement. We're living in the sky now. <laughs> How long did you live in that uh, basement apartment? Oh, like two and a half years. Okay. Did you move around a lot in the city? Uh, yeah. I think this the place I'm in now is like probably my like tenth place. Shit. In yeah. And you you came here right after university. Yeah, I, I moved here in. I stuck around Kingston for a bit. I was just bartending and uh, having way too much fun. And then, uh, so I moved here in 98. Okay. Like January, February 98, I think I moved here. Yeah, because I, uh, I, I've tried to stay at places like, uh, I don't know, this place I'm at now with Kira, I'm like going on four years, but she's been there 13. Mm-hmm. And my place before that is there like five years. But I, I don't know, there was too much moving at the beginning. Like yeah. you, ne- you never, you never get settled. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm settled until my landlord says, "Hey, we're gonna actually just sell this place." And I'm like, "Okay, now I'm fucked." Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to find a good place, man. And when you find it, it's like hard to hold hard on to. Hold it. on, hold on to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a great, I had a great house. I lived with uh, two other dudes, Purvis and a guy that you probably don't know. This guy Matt, and uh, it was a great. It was like a whole house. Oh, over by Roncesvalles, it was amazing. The rent was reasonable. Yeah, but uh, you, 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 there's no more reasonable rent. There's yeah. no such thing. The city. But then fucked. those those guys both want to move out, and I'm like, what am I gonna go find two jackholes to come live here? And then I'm stuck in a nightmare. I had that situation. I lived uh, like two two stories of a house off uh, Pape, and it was like I don't know, a few blocks from the subway. Uh, great place, huge back patio, like on the third floor, and uh, I remember. My ro- my girlfriend moved in with me and my roommate, and because I was like, "Hey, she's gonna move in." He's like, "Well, what, what don't I have a say?" I was like, "I go, yeah, she can move in here, or we can go find her own place, and we can just leave." And he's like, "No, no, no, she can move in," and then he ended up moving out with his girlfriend, and then I was just standing there with her, and then she left. I'm like, "Do I want a, another person to come and live with me, or do I gotta fucking grow up and start doing my own thing?" Yeah. And uh, then I, I got my own place. And having your own place, wasn't that fucking great? It is great. It is great. It was a, a freedom that everyone should experience. Yeah. I feel like there's a whole generation now with all these rental increases that yeah, nobody will ever live never alone. know what it's like to live alone. Yeah. You can't. They'll never know what it's like to have a relationship mature to the point where you're supposed to move in with somebody where it's not just like, well, we've been on three Tinder dates and my rent's $1,800. So what do you say we just move in Let's together? split it. I got two roommates, yeah. one bathroom. What do yeah. you think? <laughs> uh, how you doing over there, Alex? You've been on your phone this whole time. Are you captivating? Uploading all these photos and nice. video I took of you guys. Are we, so we uh, are we trending on online yet? Has, uh, sub- yeah, Subway, has, has Subway actually... reached out yet? <laughs> Put them on hold, right? We have to make them seem we're not. Too I saw eager. a Subway commercial the other day, and they were picking meatballs off a tree. Right, that's yeah, Martha Stewart. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, Martha Stewart in a Subway commercial is crazy. What? Where are we? What, what? What time? Oh, I didn't even realize. I maybe it wasn't the Martha Stewart. Maybe I don't know. It was like a because it's the meat based or not the sorry, yeah plant based. Yeah, so they're I'm like, growing them on a tree of meatballs, and it, she's cutting them. That's it her. was Martha Stewart. I didn't even look. Yeah. I was just so like, I was trying to look at this meatball. We are at yeah. the darkest timeline right we now. We are, for sure, yeah. For sure. But yeah. if it's plant-based, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't they be pulling out of the ground? Well, know. a tree, a tree is, is more fruit. It does come from a, the ground. Like, you're essentially, nah, they're it's both. Just, I didn't like the commercial. You should probably eat those, Jeff, instead of your uh, meat ones. They might treat you better. 
I actually don't eat uh, anywhere that has a commercial anymore, Alex. Oh yeah, that's right. I like that. <laughs> that's my that's rule. That's not a bad rule. It's a good rule. It's a good rule. Eat no eat, eat local. Yeah, eat local. Eat mom and pop. I went. Uh, I had to pick up uh, Tim Golden yesterday. He was taking the go train out to Scarborough. We we're gonna grab some dinner at some uh, Chinese place he heard of, and then I like went to a bar by the go tr- go station, and. It, I was like, I want to eat here. And then I, I took a menu, and now I have their menu, and I'm like, I'm going to go back here. I'm going to eat this. Anyway, I eat a lot of food in Scarborough. There's a lot of great places. How many oh, days yeah. a week are you eating lunch in Scarborough? Two or three. What did you eat this week or last week? Um, I, 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 I have been taking my lunch this week, but I did. I went to the Spicy Dragon the other night in uh, Scarborough. Great uh, name. Oh, so good. <laughs> Kennedy Lawrence. Tim Golden took a go train so we could go out for some Chinese food in Scarborough. Um, anyway, and it's like the the real deal Chinese food, or is it like yeah, it's uh, just a better it's deep it's haka, it's haka. Okay, uh, but it's uh, I don't know, man. And, and it was just this little thing he found, and it was like in a plaza, and we we I don't know, we just got to it, and it was so tiny, and we went in and we ate it, and they're like, this is fucking good. And it's just this mom and pop place, and it's not this fucking shitty subway meatballs. They're pulling off trees. I get angry sometimes. I don't know why, Jeff. You get angry too, though. I've seen All you get it. angry. Yeah, I get angry. I uh, I that one night, um, smokes poutineery. You got oh, real yeah. angry and smokes one night. Because <laughs> some guy looked at him wrong, <laughs> and then, then no, just... no, no. It was it would it had, it had escalated from somewhere else. Yeah, eating at a smokes poutineery. Well, there was that, right? You're already at the. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were trying to for something better, and. Uh, I think it was that was our only option at the time of night. Yeah. No, and we were just we were innocently asking questions. Your uh, your lady friend was asking about vegan poutine, and then this like woman beside me in line was like, "You don't have vegan poutine. There's cheese on it, idiot." <laughs> so then her and I got into it. We were like chirping each other back and forth, and then this guy comes from nowhere over my shoulder and was like, "Why don't you just shut up, old man?" And then I just I just snapped. <laughs> It was a, it was a, almost yeah. a tussle in yeah. Smoke's Poutinery one night. There would have been a tussle if my glasses hadn't fallen off my face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember there was a scramble for the glasses, and you were like, yeah. you just grabbed your poutine, you're like, fuck this, yeah. <laughs> like, into a cab. Yeah, because my glasses broke, I was pissed. Were you a fighter when you were a young buck? Uh, no, not at all. I don't like to fight. Uh, I was never a fighter. I was a, I was a chirper. I was a big chirper, and I had a lot of tough friends, so I would uh, do a lot of chirping, and then they would do the fighting, and uh, that was kind of my move. And then... Uh, yeah, I just when I was in university, I learned how to box. Okay. So then I, I still didn't. It didn't make me like fighting. It made me like boxing, but it didn't make <laughs> me like actually like street fighting. But uh, now I know I can handle myself if it ever does happen. Yeah, because I, I, I I've I've never that was the most I ever saw you uh, in an altercation. Um, but I've heard tell that Jeff Elliott knows how to throw him down. Yeah, I don't know that anybody's ever actually seen it. Maybe it it's a mi- very maybe often. it's a myth you created. It might be. It might be. Post a couple boxing pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Superimpose yourself on yeah. some guy, not like <laughs> standing over some guy. <laughs> yeah. I know. I had Nick Beaton witnessed me make a very large man wilt in front of me, which was very fun. What'd you do to the guy to make him wilt? I spit in his face. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. We got into it. Uh, we were. My drink we were at a bar after a show, and it was super late. It was after the late show in Ottawa. We just went upstairs to that garbage bar that doesn't exist anymore. And Nick and I were just hanging at the sidebar, and we were kind of like, there was a bunch of guys like pretending to want to fight, like on the dance floor, and they were like, they would start a fight, but then they would like kind of look around until the bouncers came up and broke yeah. up. And so we were kind of doing like running boxing commentary of these <laughs> guys. So one of the buddies who wasn't even in it comes over, and he's like, "What do you guys think you're funny?" And we're like, "Well, yeah, kind of." <laughs> we're actually uh, downstairs yeah. in the show. Yeah, you would take us, <laughs> take us to the Saturday show. Um, and he gets right on my face, and we just like we're just talking back and forth, and then a little bit of spittle came out of my mouth. Okay. And uh, he like makes a big deal of it. He's like, "Oh, were you gonna spit in my face?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I spit right in his face." And I said, "Yeah, it looks like I'm gonna. I'm just gonna spit right in your face." Did the guy want to fight after that? And he turned white as a ghost, <laughs> and he was like, "I don't know what this guy's up to." <laughs> Power move, man. Yeah, eh? yeah. right. And it was uh, it was a Saturday late show, so I was like wearing a suit jacket. So I took my suit jacket off and I folded it up and I handed it to Nick. And I was like, I looked at the guy and I was like, Do I need to do this? <laughs> and he just walked away. Wow. Yeah. 
See, that's uh, that's good intimidation. You don't even have to be a good fighter. You definitely don't know how to fight, do you? We're going to no, fight no after idea. this. I have no idea how to fight. You and Alex are going to fight to the death after this. I like how you put me in. <laughs> I want to see you fight. You and Alex. <laughs> Come on. Everyone wants to hit you, Alex. Let me I don't deny that. I just think that you shouldn't. <laughs> I don't think anybody should hit anybody. Yeah. I remember the last time I punched a guy in the face... And it was like, I think I was in my t- late 20s. I was in grade eight. <laughs> I was in my late 20s, and this guy, like, attacked uh, my buddy uh, with a pipe. What? Like, it was like a it was like a PVC pipe. Oh, like and a he, plastic eel? Yeah, almost? like, and he was, like, hit my body with it. So I jumped out of the uh, my buddy's pickup truck and then ran around, and we kind of just beat this guy up. And it was because he had a pipe, and it was the last time I ever hit somebody. I'm like, mm. hey, I don't want to hit anyone anymore. No, it doesn't no. feel good. It doesn't feel great. The last time I actually physically hit somebody was somebody jumped Bobby Mare. Oh shit! At uh, did you ever do the old fox and fiddle at uh, John yes. across from Hooters? Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody jumped Bobby while he was on stage, Fuck. and I fed that guy about six. <laughs> that before, was your... <laughs> before McGregor pulled us apart. That was the last time you had to hit somebody. I think that's the last time I actually physically hit somebody. That's, that was uh, like gotta be ten years ago. Yeah, that's that's a while ago. Yeah, yeah it's uh, I don't know, man. It's just weird. Hitting people. Mm. I yeah. put the fist in pacifist. <laughs> oh, wow. That was terrible. Yeah. You got to stop. You got to stop. <laughs> I'll, I'll see myself out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would happen if I got in a fight these days. Like, people don't fight yeah. as, like, they, people posturize. Like, they are. Yeah, they spit in your yeah. face, and then you're yeah. like, yeah, I don't want to fight I don't this think, guy. I think, I think we're smarter. But I like because I don't know I, I played hockey and I got in a lot of hockey fights so I, I still have that hockey fight mentality. Yeah. We just fucking grab the guy's fucking shirt, just start cocking him. But I don't know. That's the go-to. Let's go get in a, fight a lot of a lot of young guys like young comics and stuff are getting into it now and they're always like, oh, we should spar and I'm like, no man, I'm, I'll be just tired. Okay, because you get the box, you get that release, eh? That's a good release. Yeah, I, 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 I highly recommend my dog like, around. Yeah, I highly recommend going to a boxing gym and hitting a heavy bag for a bit and stuff, but. I don't recommend doing it to somebody's face on the sidewalk. <laughs> every time uh, my my wife goes uh, boxing with her friend Jackie, and every time when she leaves, she's like, okay, I'm going. I'm like, all right, punch Jackie in the face for me. And she's like, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but that can't feel good in your soul. I don't know. What are we at? How are we at our... Oh, shit. We got to wrap up. Jeez. Did you have fun? I had a great time. I was, I was too I flew by. I was stoned. Not doing that anymore. I don't smoke uh, weed or drink before I uh, uh, do paid shows anymore. Okay. <laughs> what I, if like it's... I know. I just like how you slip that in. Well, yeah, because if you're going to like a, if you're going to like an open mic or something, you, you need to just have a few to just get through that. To all producers out there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if that's my new thing, if I'm uh, if I'm if I'm if it's a paid show, I uh, I do don't have my first sip until i'm on uh, stage but you still take one on stage with take, you. yeah i take one yeah. on stage that's my crutch were you a you were always a big drinker eh yeah was it ever a problem uh i would say it got a little dicey in university and then i don't know some people might argue it's still a problem <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> the fact that i don't own a home right now is probably problematic but yeah that's well you know do you want to own a home or do you want to have fun i want to have fun Let's enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Are you going to take that house with you when you die? No. Exactly. I don't own a home. You don't need a home. I got a car. I live in that. <laughs> probably will one it's day. It's a nice car, too. Yeah, yeah. For now. Yeah. But by the time I have to live in it, it's probably going to be a piece <laughs> of shit. But you know what? I'll know how to fix it myself. There you go. Um, except all the computer shit. I don't know that. Are you techie? No. Yeah, no, yeah. I am not tech we, savvy we, at all. We definitely missed that fucking boat. I do like when I see uh, you open a text message, how, how big the... Um, the the font is oh yeah buddy <laughs> i should actually switch it now that I, my glasses are proper i should probably switch it back but do you always wear glasses no this is all age related garbage the hair went the eyes went the hair went early the eyes went late i liked when you were like because you hung on to the hair for a while and you yeah. had like it was very Just thin the but it was, yeah. i loved how like it it, it, it was wavy yeah, and I remember when you you first shaved. I was like, "You're gonna grow it back." You're like, "Maybe," and then you never did. And I was like, oh. "No, it's like I've let it get back pretty shaggy, and it's just gotten thinner and thinner, and it's like it would just be a nightmare." I think. Are you all right with it? Yeah, I I panicked. I did hit the panic button when I was like nineteen, twenty, when it first started to fall out, 
and I shaved my head back then, so I knew what I looked like bald. Mm-hmm. So it's just you been got a good a, chrome, and then it's just been uh, yeah, I got like one weird bump back here, and then uh, that's about it. Yeah, I never, uh, I, I don't know the psychological uh, ramifications of going bald. I don't know if you've noticed, it's uh, very yeah, it's very lush, lust, luscious, luscious, luscious. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I always I always wonder what I'd do because I I I look at my hairline and I'm like that's moving, it's got to be moving, but I don't think it is. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty thick, even if it is moving. You could be one of those guys that like just recedes but never thins. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, and then it just starts like yeah halfway, yeah. <laughs> and then it's just very lush. It's yeah. like uh, Fredo from uh, from The Godfather. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> but like I think uh, what's his name? What's uh, Slater? Christian Slater is one of those guys who's always had like that. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Nicholson. They probably have a little bit of uh, enhancement to keep it thicker back here. But uh, do you ever worry that we haven't seen Jack Nicholson in a few years? What do you mean? He's at Lakers games all the time. Is he? Is he doing okay? Yeah, so. he's just like enjoying his money. All right. Yeah. Good. Good. Just Hold on, he's on the phone now. Because <laughs> no, he used to be front row at the Oscars every year, and then that stopped, and that was the only time I'd ever see him. He's kind of like anti Me Too movement in a lot of ways. Like he's very like he always, he's always known as like being a womanizer, and they're like stepping away from old Hollywood, so they're stepping away from old Jackie. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, that's my opinion. It's... it's my opinion. You're probably not wrong. I think. Uh... The age of his girlfriends is probably getting a little bit dicey for having him out in public now, too. So. Yeah, and like already Leo is, Leo DiCaprio is already kind of that regeneration. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're already making fun of him for that. They don't need to. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's yeah. getting, he's, Leo's getting ripped at, what is he, 42? Exactly. He's getting ripped for having a 22-year-old girlfriend. And what's, <laughs> what are they going to say to, to old Jackie boy who's 82 and has a 22-year-old girlfriend? Uh, Yeah, you can't, nobody... Nobody lets that shit go anymore. Imagine yeah. Jack Nicholson got fucking me too. That'd be a sad, sad day. Yeah. Somebody, somebody comes, come up with some stories, eh? We got anyone on the phone? Yeah, right now. <laughs> caller, caller. What, what did yeah. Jack do to you? Uh, I love how it's a call-in show now. We should, we gotta, we gotta. We have Betty this, White on yeah. the line. Approach <laughs> this idea. Would we ever be equipped to have a call-in show sure. here? Sure. Never Sleeps Network can do that? Of course. I'll take some calls one day. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> if you, you know, message us on Instagram. Tell us if you want to do a call-in show, and we'll we'll do it. If you're listening right now, message Jeff or post about it. And oh, message we'll Alex. Do don't, don't. <laughs> Leave me alone, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, message me. Yeah. Don't message Jeff. <laughs> uh, too fun. Well, this has been fun. We found out what we needed to know about you. Yeah. You goddamn drug addict, fucking cocaine smoking motherfucker. Bar brawling. <laughs> Say nothing, do nothing. Um, where uh, where can the people find you? This comes out next Monday, so uh, let us know where you're at after this weekend. Uh, that following week, I'll be uh, this following week coming up. I'll be in the London Yuck Yucks. Nice. Heck of a lineup uh, with Nikki Beaton and uh, somebody else I can't remember, but super fun. Show. London's been. Getting some crazy lineups. They had Pew with Wilmot a couple weeks ago. It was crazy. Yeah, last show. week was Bebsy, John Paul, and Pete Johansson. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting some uh, getting some stack lineups out there in London. I think they're trying to save the club. <laughs> yeah, they're doing karaoke now on Wednesdays or something. Oh really? Yeah, it's crazy. Tell me, Pat Tiffin runs that. <laughs> <laughs> it's his favorite song. He does it every week. I'm kidding, Tiffin. I'm sure he listens. I love Pat Tiffin. I, I take him to a movie every time I do London. He's a good man. Love Dude, him to take death. Take him to a movie this weekend, eh? I will. All right. He's not going to know about that promise until Monday, so. Okay. <laughs> I got time to back out. Uh, <laughs> too good. All right. We got to go. We, we're going to go eat some chicken wings. Um, is Crown and Dragon sponsoring us yet? That is the best sponsor we could ever ask for. Yeah. We just get a, a plate of wings for each guest every week. <laughs> You just do like a live podcast yeah. there. Yeah, and we just eat wings. We could steal that uh, hot wing challenge show. Let's hot do- ones. Hot ones. Now that now yeah. it's a game show. Did you see that? No. I saw the commercial for it. Hot ones is like now they, city it's TV like, is yeah contestants and everything, and it's like a live. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Chicken yeah. wings is not a contest, okay? I mean, it maybe kinda, it internally is. it is. Internally, I like chicken wings. Yeah. Um, guys, go get. 
uh, Jeff Elliott's album. What's it called? Slow Burn. Slow Burn. Jeff Elliott. It's available on all the streaming services, guys. He is fucking hilarious. Get out there. Support his shit. Support comedy. Support Never Sleeps Network, baby. Uh, this has been the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, Jeff. Bye. Bye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you're done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.